Welcome, people, to Tim and Joel. Call it in the ring. That's right, Tim. Tim and Joel. Call it in the ring. Will not be usurped. I will wear a chapeau, but I will not be usurped. That is the daddest of dad hats that I have ever seen. Look, man, I haven't shaved my head, and it's just been busy. I have, I have this hat we can go with instead. So it's your call. Where are we at? I kind of like that hat. All right, we're sticking with this one. Chat, if you like one hat over the other, please say so. Vote for hat. Yes, vote for hat. We'll start a poll. I'm not starting a poll for this. Uh, Don't. But I will tell you. Wait, isn't that why we get StreamYards? Can they do polls? No, we have StreamYards for other reasons. So we can pull up people who talk at us. Uh, Oh, my goodness. We're here. We're back. You're back. I don't have to put up, like, other people templates. I don't have to do anything like that. There we go. Okay. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You got me. You got me. I didn't uh, even notice. I'm not Cher. Thank you, by the way, to Cher and Kate, who filled in for Tim and did a wonderful job. Really appreciate them. And, thank you uh, for bumping the subscriber number. Yeah, <laughs> that was really, really fun. Uh, yeah, well, well I'm, listen, they'll be back. Let's face it. Yeah. Uh, we have so much wrestling to talk about. It's Sunday. It's Tim and Joel pod. We're here. You can toss a like on the video. Get us up. This is our 69th episode tim nice nice leave nice. us a comment you know what just comment nice and, subscribe and also to the we, channel. we don't need we don't need all of you to like the video you can stop when it's appropriate just, just, just at, at 69 a, yeah exactly just like uh you know almost a little over a quarter just a little over a quarter yeah what i really want is for youtube when you get to 69 likes to send an auto email that says nice by the way join our discord there's a link in the video description you guys know how it goes oh there's so much stuff going on yes stick with the floppy hat says this this one side's just a little bit limp (laughs) it's i need i I could use okay so we could do like the madeline is it madeline i don't know yeah 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 i need i need a a big piece of hay or that chewing grass whatever it is (laughs) is it hay straw straw straw. straw. chewing grass that's what that's what we call it back home Oh my goodness. Uh, okay. <laughs> so first of all, congratulations. I can say it on the air to you directly. Mm. New father. Good stuff. You're, Big you're alive and well and surviving. Yeah, I'm doing okay. Chill baby so gotta, far. Now we got to talk about, by the way, your, your hat is 10 out of 10. Not 11 out of 10. Come on. Let's, let's think big people. If you want to think big, we got to talk about wrestling. What do we what do we want to do? We can we can breeze through SmackDown. Let's face it. There were three matches in two hours. Sami Zayn Not, versus Drew McIntyre. I didn't watch it. Was it good? It, it was, but it was short. The big oh. news coming out of that was Sami Zayn has new music. See, that's sad to me. I wanted to see that match. Maybe they'll run it back. Oh, you bet they will. Oh, did a thing happen? No, but let's face it. It's WWE and they had a first time ever and uh, they'll do it again. You're right. We're going to see it 11 more times at least on right. SmackDown every single week. Well, OK, so Sami Zayn's got a new theme. Uh, he used to come out to ska. What is yes. it now, Joel? Now it's a little more like conspiracy rock. Basically, what in okay. the hell is conspiracy rock? It's just it's it, it has a few dissonant chords. It's just like. Think like sugar? No, God, no. <laughs> Cowards. No, it's, it's never Meshuggah. It's just like, um, it's honestly, it's generic rock, but it's more like. Yeah, because it's WWE. So, of course, it is. 
Yeah, on top of everything else, like people were kind of giving it shit and saying it wasn't very good. I don't care. I mean, I'm, I'm a music guy, yeah, but I mean, also it's a small part of. On top on. of that, like it, there's this whole thing where he would come out and he would do the skanking and it would be cool, but like that's not his character anymore. Uh, that doesn't okay, his thing. you said it would be cool. It has not once ever been cool to skank. <laughs> hey man, it's cool now. Sky's Sky's not cool. Yes, oh, it is. gross. Oh, gross. I'm listening to it now. Oh, did you find it? Yeah. It's not great. Don't get me wrong. It's not great. But like, it was fun. Honestly, I, that's, um, that is a band jamming for the first time as they all get to know each other. That's what that is. That is exactly what that is. Every, every single tryout, etc. That's what ends up getting played. Some sort of generic, like four chord round. Garbage. Anyway, poor Sami Zayn. He deserves better. Great man. Uh, What the F is Tim wearing? He's wearing a hat because he loves wearing hats now. He's Hat Guy Tim. I need to shave my head. (laughs) Hat Guy Tim. And Uh, my neck. Look at that neck. Oh, I got neck beard. I'm one of you. (laughs) Oh, then he started talking about not shaving his neck. Anyway, yeah, uh, Drew McIntyre, Sami Zayn happened. Yes, Drew McIntyre wins. Uh, oh, it. really? What a <laughs> yeah. big surprise that was. Very shocking, I know. But actually, you know what? Uh, so the opening segment, uh, did you see any of the opening segment? It was literally the first like 58,000 minutes of the show. Uh, okay, so the opening segment was a video package summarizing everything you had just watched on Thursday, the day okay. before. I mean, um, the, and then the it arena. was Roman Reigns coming out for seven entire minutes. Yes, as he does. Um, some posing. And then I stopped and skipped. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So for seven minutes is always the same. Roman comes yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Roman must pose and that's fine, whatever. And then they do the whole, like after crown jewel, when Heyman had thrown the, the title in the ring and was just like, are oh, you two have and it was yeah, like tug of war okay. tug of war a little tug of war i saw brought back the tug of war before wrestlemania in uh in san jose so i was 31 and uh yeah there you go there's your callback and then here we go we have this whole like paul are we okay are we fine and and paul just being like yes we're fine everything's okay and it's fine. i it's love like, you my tribal chief <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there you go. And there wasn't much going on here. It was a lot of that. And then Roman being like, hey, I want Brock. Yeah. Give me Brock. And so they go to commercial and he's still saying, I want Brock. I want to know what they were doing during the commercial. Oiling up Brock. I have. I, so if you ever go to a WWE TV taping or pay-per-view, whatever it is, they always show like a bunch of segments in the middle of a commercial so that you don't get bored and things keep going, blah, blah, blah. It'll turn the house lights down, do whatever they need to do in the ring. And then they'll show stuff on the board. They have a Jimmy Fallon segment that they show at every show all the time. And it's new day. They do Motown Philly, the the Motown song, Motown Philly song. And then with Fallon as a four piece. And then they do uh, a triple H and Stephanie, and it's like this toss up. Do they sing Seek and Destroy by Metallica or do they sing like the theme for Moana or something? And then it ends up being the theme for Moana and, and Triple H is That's all pissy good. and mad and stuff. You can find the clip on the Internet. But my yeah, feeling I don't is, watch it. did Roman just recreate that entire segment for the live crowd? 
Yeah. With he Paul. brought out the t-shirt cannon and just like, <laughs> <laughs> who acknowledges me? You acknowledge <laughs> me. <laughs> be perfect. Oh my it's God. The WWE takes, way. Yeah. That's what I would do. Just take out a giant t-shirt cannon. The Usos like, running back and forth with like a little <laughs> clap. Just like. <laughs> a cheerleading. Paul Heyman running around just cheerleading for them. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's got the bullhorn. He's got the bullhorn and like they gave uh, him like the, the clacker, the spinny thing. <laughs> None of this works. <laughs> they come back from commercial. Out comes Brock Lesnar. And uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, he does what wrestlers do and finds himself conveniently suspended so that they can all move on. The Brock trope lives. Brock beats everyone up. Brock beats up people he shouldn't. He F5s Adam Pierce out of his pants. Deserved. Yep. And uh, there you go. He's indefinitely suspended. He'll be back at WWE day one. I bet you he'll make yeah. his first appearance and then do the rumble build up to WrestleMania. And here we are. That was the first 40 something minutes of SmackDown. Or so something. much time, Phil. They did a lot of nothing. why write show when you can make entrance. Yes, it was interesting. The only segment that I think w- went off way better than I expected was the Xavier Woods King of the Ring crowning. Yeah, I didn't see. So, oh, yay. It was nice. They, it was good. They time. did it without anybody interrupting. It was an actual full on like segment. It worked and it was fun and it was great. Like they didn't have Jinder and Shanky come out and be like, you stole this from me. Or they didn't have anyone show up and be like, I challenge you for your crown. No, they had a proper coronation and I appreciated that. Yeah, it's good. It's good to see. Um, very glad to be wrong on the direction both winners took here. So good stuff. Man, I don't want to get into that. Not so much Selena. That's a. Uh, I'm, I, I appreciate the surprise. It seems cruel, but it's it is what it is. Yeah, Penance. three things guaranteed in life: death, taxes, and Brock Lesnar doing a suspension angle. That's right. And Cody, <laughs> well, and hey, Cody hey. bleeding. We'll get to that. Soon. Oh my god! At least he, at least uh, Brock had a proper match. <laughs> so yes. And you know what? Like, I, we'll talk a little bit about Crown Jewel, I'm sure, because honestly, the matches matches were fun, but it was a long show. It threw so my long. entire day off. Yeah. I, yeah. And and for those asking about Bound for Glory, we're going to talk about that, too, because that, mm-hmm. that ending was very mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, and then, yeah. So what else? They ran back uh, Mansoor and Ali. Sure. Uh, yep. It was a three minute nothing. They yep. do a whole bunch of like introductory gimmicks where they talk like Ali to the brand. Gimmick. Yeah, exactly. Aaliyah is coming to WWE and she's going to make SmackDown bougie. And Humberto Carrillo and Angel Garza are sexy and they're going to win and make it look easy. And Sheamus is like, I've been here before. And everyone's like, why are you here right now? (laughs) I've been here before. Uh, Look at, oh no, I don't have my title belt. That's right. And then we had Ridge Holland doing his his little bat boy dildo thing. Oh, little bat boy. Yeah, he's going to get you. Yeah, and he's like, I grew up poor in, in, in England, like everyone else did in WWE. Just show uh, the man's quads and that's quads. it. That's enough to intimidate. He doesn't need the little club. Like he's scary enough as it is. There it is. Hit Row comes out. They do a squash <gasps> match. They do a they do a little bit of uh, of, of you know introduction gimmickry leading into do their they, match. Do they is rap? Is there uh, rap? a little little bit? It was kind of a thing. It was a little bit of like who am you know introducing More of a slam. each other. Yeah. Kinda. Oh, okay. Like a little round. Everyone does yeah. their yeah, yeah, little intro. It, it, it was fine. I see some people who were saying, you know, I hate this. Hit Row's going to be ruined. First week, I'll give it. I'll give it that. It was in, you're introducing 
a crowd of people who have never watched NXT yeah, to an entirely different group of people. Had to start somewhere. So Hit Row wins a very quick squash match. Nothing else to add to it. That's something that I got to wait to All see. All four of them? Uh, I think it was it was Swerve and Top Dollar. Swerve and Top Dollar. Yeah. And then Ashante and B-Fab were at ringside. I'd yeah, so, so that I'd was one fat. of the, well, that was one of the lines, and I was like, okay, not so great. That was yes, that one was hokey. That one was bad. Thanks for laying it all out there. This is how we got that. Yeah, yeah. Not surprised. And like they did, like who hotter than Top Dollar? Like that's fine. Top Dollar, not not. That's fine. That's a thing. That's like, good. That works. That's actually I like that because it's but yes, it's the I'd hokey fab, people are gonna eat that up. Be fab because I be fab. I was kind of like uh, not so much. There are better so much. better ways to do that. Anyway. Uh, what else? Uh, I'm just going through the notes here because there wasn't much else. Did they, they do? Did they do a Corbin thing? Did they? Yeah, do a they ran thing? back Shinsuke versus Cappy Corbin, and whatever. <sighs> okay, but did Shinsuke lose? Yeah, so they're gonna do it again. <laughs> yeah, great. Did Riddick Moss tell another joke? What do you think? Yes. Here's the thing about Riddick Moss, Midic Moss, as I like to call him. Mm-hmm. People are just like, why is he wearing suspenders? They're funny. And first of all, how do you, how else do you yuck? You need suspenders. It's literally someone in the, the whole story had to have been, uh, he's going to be a clown. And Vince McMahon in his room just says, put him in suspenders. Why would you do that, Vince? All clowns wear suspenders. God damn it. I'm the only yeah. one thinking. I think that I think Vince McMahon, it. the last comedy show he watched was in the 40s, which I think everyone was just wearing suspenders when they took off their blazer. So, you know. Yes. That was it. Uh, okay. That was that. So then they came out and this was the segment that everyone's talking about. Charlotte and Becky swapping titles. I have so many questions about what this was. And I have no respect for anyone in wrestling. It's very funny. I will say that I feel the person that I feel bad for in all of this is Sonya Deville. Yeah. In this segment, she was very much caught in the middle of a weird argumentative shitstorm that had absolutely nothing to deal with her. And she had to be a professional and she did a great job of being a professional. She managed it pretty well. Yeah. She had to cut off Charlotte, though, at one point because she just kind of started talking. And I was like, shut up, just shut up. (laughs) (laughs) If you go back and watch, there are a few times where, like, thankfully, because Sonya Deville is, like, an official in WWE, I use the term loosely, she was able to be authoritative and therefore Mm -hmm. do things like look at Charlotte and say, pick it up or, like, come on, like, actually give direction because, A, she's an authority on screen, so it works, and B, because she was in charge of that segment mm-hmm. uh yeah it's so yeah sony so sony was bamboozled is a pretty good way to put it so she comes out they they tease the becky two belts thing earlier in the night charlotte's like why don't we do winner take all and they all laugh Wait, do, and then they now talk. was that planned <laughs> yes because that led like into that the, was that led into the into sasha coming out which took them home from there so. yeah um, I, I haven't noticed this, but I see Evan saying that Michael Cole was face in the background. <laughs> if, that, if that's true, that, yeah, I mean, that that absolutely is a thing that shouldn't be happening. Uh, I mean, on top it would of be it, like, hard not to, you know, not know. Well, you know, yo, you're out there. You're supposed to know that the camera could be on you at all times. You can't. Well, you gotta that's the character. other thing. If you are an announcer in WWE, it's not always face palming. Sometimes they're literally just like 
focused head down on the desk. Yeah. Like I've like, seen you know, that before. So th- um, some of the lights yeah. can get really bright. So just to be able to focus on your notes, you got to do yeah. some stuff like that sometimes. So I, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. I'm also not going to tell you that that's definitely what was going on. That's just, I, I find that interesting. I, I'm going to go back and take a look, but uh, yeah, 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 definitely. This yeah, is the type of so thing I think you can tell by, by, uh, <laughs> yeah. By, so yeah, they do the, they do, they do the whole throwing the belts at each other and you see Becky throw the belt at Charlotte. Charlotte like holds onto it for a second and then just drops it. Which was it was stupid. it was literally like what children do. Like yes. she let it hit her and then like didn't use her arms so that it just slowly rolled off of her body. It was the most childish thing I've ever seen a grown like adult to do. <laughs> what we- like short of falling on her back and just kicking and screaming like a weird turtle. Like what was right. that? <laughs> I don't know what they expected to achieve doing this. I don't know what Charlotte thought would happen. I don't know what Becky like I first of all the, the the blame is on so many people here. It's not just on the performers. It's also on creative. It's on Vince for creating this weird like state of I don't know, just Okay, we talked about Yeah. So we talked about it is dumb to just do the belt swap because it's not interesting. And to put it as the main event segment, very uninteresting. Like this is so boring. You did it literally last year as a two minute gag, which was fine because you had someone like the new day, not like the top division champs (laughs) doing it, which is a different story. Doing a ceremony is moronic because there's nothing interesting about this. Again, like it, it was super duper weird, but okay, bad booking aside. Both women go out there and are frustrated about what? Like, do they think that there's a hierarchy to either of those belts? They are exactly equivalent. What, what, like, what is the what is the thing here? I don't understand why either of them would be frustrated. Thank you. <laughs> it is a nice hat. I think part of the reason that they were frustrated, or that maybe Charlotte was frustrated, was less the swapping titles. It was more the the segment itself and the way that either woman was going to look. Okay, so here's here's because I I heard something about them looking weak. Yeah. Well, how how does this have any effect on anyone's like standing? Like, there are tons of top talent put into stupid, boring segments literally every single week. It affects them in no way. It's it's not a win loss thing. It doesn't make you look strong or weak. It's just boring. But now you have to remember that not everyone's going to actually talk about it. Not everyone yeah. is going to go to their boss and say, hey, I don't like what you're doing here. Or because they don't have the clout, they don't feel like they can say that. Charlotte has effectively decided to say, no, this doesn't work for me, which is going to get her vilified, which I understand why. But I also understand her position. I don't I don't think she's wrong, but I also don't know if the way that it played out was the way to be handled. Yeah. Like, I don't, it, it, and like, Dan, I get, I get that they're, you know, enemies in this, but like, it also, there's just nothing at stake here. Like, I don't understand, like, how could they be fighting about something so meaningless? It, it just doesn't work for me at all. Um, like, I, I, it, when she walked out, her, like, Charlotte specifically, her face just seemed kind of pissy and she seemed jealous that she is not as over as Becky, even though she is in her entire life played a heel. So, like, I don't understand what she wants (laughs) it's so funny like you may be right you've got charlotte who is universally 
Not universally. She is Not very all, heavily no. despised. And like, I, I actually like, I don't mind her in ring work at all. I think she is overused, which has nothing to do with her. But like, this didn't make her look good to me. This made her like, this made me really dislike because I Becky managed, but she was, you know, also pissy and stormed off and didn't deliver right. things to the same caliber that you'd think. But like, I don't know. I really didn't like what Charlotte did in this more than anything. And I thought it was just petty and pointless. Like there was nothing to be angry about here other than WWE doing what they have done forever. <laughs> like this is not new. You work for this company. You have worked for this company. Like dumb stuff has happened to you many, many times. Why is this the straw that broke the camel's back? You know? Yeah. And now the question becomes, how are people going to talk about Charlotte to people like the Dave Meltzer's, the Sean Ross Saps, the Wade Keltman on so much weight, but the people who talk about it, analyze it, break news in wrestling. How are people going to talk about Charlotte to those people? Because Charlotte just did something completely against the grain. She just completely, she went off the script. She veered off and it looked bad. It just and if she bad yeah, for that, everyone. That's the, if she blew it up in a way that was interesting, like more interesting than what was written, you could like, you could take that risk and it, it could go over well and you get, you know, kudos for it. Like that could be a calculated good risk. It's just, you're complaining about something with no better ideas. Like she didn't go right. out there with an alternative that that did anything. Like, a lot so. of the problem here was also that they rushed back Becky's return. Yeah, they didn't plan for that at SummerSlam. That became a, that became an audible because of what happened with Sasha being unable to compete. Like because of that, you had to bring in Becky. They decided to do what they did, and of course the let, let it play out crowd had a whole field day about it for Bianca. And instead of having on Monday night, Charlotte drops the title to Bianca Belair. They don't do that. And now it's going to look bad on Bianca. Yeah, because, you know, I was also like, okay, Becky's kind of getting some heat. Maybe they didn't Kofi Bianca, but it's starting to look like maybe they Kofi Bianca. <laughs> they, they, I don't want to say that because at not least, just yet, because they're we, still the thing yeah. is when Kofi lost, Kofi just disappeared. Yeah. When Bianca lost. She still stayed at the top of the card and she still was very much in the hunt for the women's title. Yeah, it she just had feels like they've diminished segments. the entire division now. <laughs> so well, yes. Now, now the big problem has become they've gone back to Charlotte versus Becky versus Sasha. Sasha. And, Bailey yeah, will and be that, back at some point. <laughs> but now the, now the hope is that when we go to Raw, we're going to see a lot more Bianca as a successful act. They, they In some ways, they have to rebuild her. Yeah, and ways. I haven't, you know, I haven't written it off yet. It's just, it, it's a bit of a I don't know. Didn't it was doing some weird stuff, and that segment to close the show was very not good. And yeah, like not only did they not upload it to YouTube, like on the replay they did, it, they edited it as well, like for the broadcast. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they did the title swap on on YouTube. They took out the title swap. They just showed Charlotte and 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 Sasha, which is also so boring. Like Sasha Banks comes yeah. out and it's like, okay, that's nice. This. For the thousandth time, I don't care. Sasha comes out, gives like uh, a real clunky, crummy promo, like just like I ran the blue brand because I'm the blueprint. Colors are similar. Like <laughs> it's so boring. Like all of these. Yeah, yeah I don't know. They got to find new ways to make people fight <laughs> or at least or at least make them better at insulting each other, because right now it's so bad. Either way, it was just it was poorly constructed, poorly acted, poorly handled by all accounts. I don't know what people expected. 
I don't know. I got nothing. I really it's a hope shame. That- it's just a shame. Hopefully they yeah. can course correct and figure out what they're doing with the women's division entirely. Because, yeah. I mean, the bigger question now is if some if a Survivor Series, rather, is all about brand supremacy, oh, are you going to actually do Charlotte versus Becky? Is this thing? We know that they can work. They can work. We know that they can, yeah, you yeah. know, they're professionals. But, like, do you want to chance it? I th- Well, I think that's where it's going. And I think that now, you know, uh, Vince is still an opportunist. I think he'll still book that match to build off of this. And they'll probably make this into a storyline. Well, I don't know. They edited the broadcast, which is so stupid. Like, that's uh, so. They but tried done that- it with it was Charlotte and Nia. Don't forget yeah, about that. Exactly. So I don't I wouldn't be surprised if they did if they use it as part of the story so that they can put it into the package at yeah. Survivor Series. It's just I am also I don't care about that match. Like, and I don't care about brand supremacy. Like, it doesn't, all of that stuff just doesn't work for me. You have equivalent belts. I don't yeah. care. It, it's also hard to care about brand supremacy when you, and this happens every year now, you swip, you swap the rosters and three weeks later, you're doing brand supremacy. Like, there's no reason yeah. to do it. If you swap the rosters after WrestleMania, then six months later, you can do brand supremacy. Guess what? I care a little bit more. A little bit. Also, we talk about this again. There's absolutely no... Uh, there are no stakes to the Survivor Series matches, like the the yeah. men's and women's final well, fives. Not that. And this is what I want to say: like, you can make the brands matter by having the brands be different in any way. Like, have yeah. slightly different rules. Have like you know different management on on Raw and SmackDown. Have the show be different so that there are different approaches, so that you can then fight over whose strategy is better. Who's like. You know, not just like who has randomly been assigned to this program and is randomly better. Like it, it doesn't there's no there's no stakes. So they just need to do that by creating uh, brands that matter. Like before when we had um, who when did they first start? It was Bischoff and was it Stephanie McMahon on Smackdown? Yeah. As the first GMs like no, they the were originals. The, I think were was it? Well, I mean, it was Vincent Flair. Vincent Flair. That was okay. in 2001. And then O2, they brought in the general managers. That's when they did Stephanie and yeah. Eric. So, but they're rivals, you know, and they're trying to do different things and they're and they're coming up with stuff and and uh Bischoff is is coming up with the elimination chamber and stuff like that. Like, you know. I'm fine with the I I, I like the Survivor Series five on five for the men and the women. Uh, they've had some really good ones in the past. I just want something. I just want something like give the winning team the number, the, the winning, the winning brand gets number 30 in the rumble. And then th- internally on the show, SmackDown, let's say SmackDown wins their, their four, their five on five. And then they get the number 30. Those five people then have to compete to get the number 30 slot. Stakes. Like that's, that's so beautifully elegant because like all that I've watched for this, like I, I don't think I've really given it a crap about a survivor series except for the WCW, ECW, WWE one that I think a bunch of people hated, but like yeah, it I, wasn't very good. I loved it. I didn't mind. I was a kid though. I haven't watched it since and I don't care Fair. to because it's one of, you know, like there's a lot of movies I don't rewatch because they're probably dreadful, but like that one I cared about because there was at least kayfabe stakes, right? There were three different yeah. companies vying for something there. Um, yeah, I don't know. They got to rework this entire pay-per-view or drop it entirely. I don't care which. <laughs> They're not going to drop it. But if you want to drop us a thumbs up, you can go ahead. Leave us a comment. Again, this is episode 69. Only till you nice. get to a certain number. Then then don't bother. Yes. And <laughs> you subscribe can comment to us then. here. Just comment after that. 
If you haven't subscribed to us here yet, please do so. Consider doing so because we are so close to 200 subs, which so for some isn't much, but for me, I need that round number. My OCD yeah. cannot makes, deal with this. Makes us feel good. Releases yes. the endorphins. You know what made me feel good? Rampage. Yeah. It was, was it okay. Good? I didn't okay. love it. I, I, I what were the matches? It, I, I missed it. some good matches. I assume Bobby Fish had another match because he's been putting in work. Bobby Fish is literally the entire show. My God, big no. Big. Uh, Fish did not have a uh, he did not have a match on Rampage, but he did have a <gasps> match on Dynamite last night. Oh, okay, yeah, which I watched. I saw the Debray Fish match. Yeah, good, so I mean, listen, the main event for for Rampage this past week was Pac versus Andrade El Idolo. <laughs> Speaking of Charlotte, uh, <laughs> they had a banger of a match, Pac and Idolo. And uh, listen, if you want to watch two guys go absolutely crazy and do all the moves and do all the jumps. Great. Watch that match. Absolutely. Uh, apparently. Okay. Cause I did watch dynamite Cody and, and Malachi ran in during that match. Yes. So this Why? was actually <laughs> it's because of built to last night's Malachi Cody three. Yes. Why did they show up in Pac and Andrade's match? What relationship do they have to either of those people? Well, they're all former WWE guys. So there's that. Oh, so <laughs> Just so that Cody has an elegant transition after this feud. Uh, no, because at the end of Cody Malachi 3, which we'll talk about in a second, uh, these four men get involved again. Yes. Yeah. Which again, so I don't understand what any of them have to do with each other, but it sounds two like completely separate to... feuds merging into the Cody verse. Yeah. Well, like, that's the thing. Like Pac and, and Andrade just joined the Cody verse last yeah, night. Yeah. Because Cody's going to wrestle Andrade next. And this was their way of, uh, uh, like I said, elegantly transitioning. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> Which I mean, if it's not elegant. It is clunky and weird because, again, those two feuds had nothing to do with each other. But whatever. It's wrestling. It's fine. I wouldn't mind a feud right now where it's Cody versus Pac versus Andrade versus Miro as all the former, like, <laughs> mid-card WWE guys who got so upset that they couldn't go any further in their careers, that's what they're all chip on their shoulder about. And that one of them wins and one of them moves on and becomes something. I don't care what it is, but just something more than what they are. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. That'd be fine. Let's do that. Winner escapes the Cody-verse. Please just do not do Andrade Cody. That's it. I don't think that has any legs. I feel like we're going to a tag match. We'll get to it. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, But the one on one match. Yeah. So the the ending is you have the lights go out literally at the three count. Malachi Black's in the ring. Yes. Okay. And then does some beat down of Pac and then Andrade and and uh, Malachi are staring each other down. And then out comes Arn Anderson does the does this from the from the stage for some reason points the clock. And next thing you know, shoots Cody out into the universe. Pew. Okay, so that makes that makes a little more sense to me that that's how the run. It it wasn't a run in. It was a Malachi Black appears, which maybe Andrade Malachi got a little financial relationship. Take that. Maybe Andrade again thinks he's a kingpin, but is a a, a clown. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Uh, Earlier in the night, it opened up. It was Orange Cassidy powerhouse Hobbs in the men's eliminator tournament quarterfinal. Again, good match. They called back to the last times these two met. Cassidy had defeated him defeated will hobbs before uh, does it again does it again the finish uh kind of people kind of go back and forth on because you had uh the, the referee being argued with by hobbs and then orange cassidy just kind of rolls him up yeah 
I don't know. They got to figure out a different way to make Orange Cassidy uh, victorious over larger opponents because there's a lot of roll ups. <laughs> I'm fine with it because how else are you going to do it other than yeah. a roll up or some sort of thing? Uh, it was just, I don't know. It felt. I don't know. Just pants him or something. <laughs> he wears a singlet. <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> Tie his shoes way, together. Tie his shoes together. I think that'd be funny. That's this is this is so nitpicky and i apologize yeah, yeah. Uh, if you are an AEW camera op or production truck and you happen to be watching this pitiful little show we do please change the camera angle when you have a deep pin so that i'm not staring in between the wrestler's legs <laughs> i do not need to see people's junk on the pinfall that's something that wwe to be honest if you're going to give them any credit they're really good at calling their shots and changing them to not create any sense of lewdness. They weren't always good at that too. Like it used to be. No, they weren't. You'd get a lot of pain, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, just a lot better last night alone. I watched the, 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 the ending of, of Cody and Malachi and I was like, uh, it's a lot of uh, Malachi's D and B in my face right now. I don't need this. <laughs> anyway. Uh, and then we had Anna J versus Dr. Britt Baker. Another really fun match on rampage. And of course, when Anna Jay comes out without her bestie, Ty Conchi, <gasps> we knew what was going to happen. Something's up. Yep. Yeah. Britt Baker wins and out comes Ty Conchi, gets the save, and she lifts up the belt because Ty Conchi wants to be AEW Women's Champion. She's also first in the rankings this week. So yeah. uh, I guess we're going there. Yeah, we are. Well, yeah. And then Britt cut a promo. So. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Wasn't it? I heard something about a butt. I was only half paying attention. She kept saying, Tai Conchi, all you're good for is showing your ass, and that's it. Really? And so I'm going to beat your ass at full gear. So yeah, that matches fight, them. Them's fighting words. So that's fine. I'm fine with that. It's very strange. I, very I, I understand the Very context. rude thing to say. Now Tai Conchi's got to go, go beat her. I, all I hope is that it's, they have several weeks until the match itself. I just hope they build on it and they don't make it yeah. all about butts. I mean, I get no, that it's all I, about the butts, it, but, you know. It better just be a one-off, like that yeah. one comment. It's a good way to start uh, things, but yeah. not to continue. It's not something to build a feud around. <laughs> exactly. And then you've got the uh, the TBS championship. They announced the brackets. We won't go through it because that's a whole other can of worms. <laughs> um, why is there why is there a first round buy for four people? <laughs> so the first round buy for four people, I was equally confused. Those Ranking? are the bottom four in the rankings. So tie at the top, and then the the other four women, they received buys. Because the ranking's five. There are five women in the top ranking. So the people who got the buy are the top. Are the top. I'm just saying the okay. bottom of okay. the five. Said, so two it. through five, they received buys. Number one of the rankings got the got the the women's title shot at full gear. And that Makes was sense. Okay, no problem. Got it. Again, stumpy brackets. You could just show them the tournament, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, well, instead we're gonna do a full TBS tournament. I don't know. Do you have a, a winner in mind? Okay, we floated Jade, but that seems to be diminishing a little bit could be ruby very well could be ruby yeah it could be ruby i'm trying to find the bracket here it continues to happen uh okay so there's there is a bracket somewhere uh, i see tr i don't think it's going to be thunder rosa i think uh i think that thunder rosa and jade are going to have a match at full gear and uh if the notepad was right <laughs> if the, 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 the prophetic notepad yeah it'll be a very short one so I don't know. Uh, there's there's a lot of stuff. That, yeah, I, I did mean the top five. Um, 
yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, there are a lot of names in this tournament that look good. I don't know if I necessarily want to see Jade Cargill hold that title first. Yeah, same. Same. I don't, I don't know that it's a want thing. I think Thunder Rosa would be fine, but I don't think she needs it at all. Um, I, I'm sure there are a lot of people rooting for Ruby to have it. I don't want to have her have it at all. I don't think she's anywhere near there. Fair. Uh, I mean, I wanted Penelope Ford, but after last night. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. I actually wouldn't have minded that because she needs, you know, like Miro did, she needs something to help build her character and give her more time that isn't just the bunny and and her friend. So, yeah. And brass knuckles, which is not an identity. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it could be. I mean, you know, it was a big part of William Regal's identity, but it wasn't his identity. His identity was being a British bastard. He was such a bastard. To the point where his brass knuckles were placed on his office in a nice, neat little package. <laughs> so British. So British. Okay. Yeah, some people are saying, like, Soho or Rosa. Yeah, yeah, I think those are they're very likely possible. I, th- I think Ruby Soho is the most likely, but we'll see. I want to find out this TBS What, what I do appreciate about this one, as opposed Here to the, the men's tournament, is I don't, I can't predict how these are going to go as, as much. Whereas like we knew that we were going to Mox versus Orange Cassidy very yeah. quickly. And then, yeah, and I mean, yeah. the tournament ends on the first, I think on the first Dynamite that's on TBS. I can't remember. Uh, either way, it, it's going to be fun. It's, it's yeah. good so far. We have Anna Jane, Jamie Hayter. We have the Bunny in Red Velvet. Uh, we have Deeb versus Sheeta again, which I'm again. very much looking forward to. I think to. that's a good good shout there. Yeah, and then we had uh, Penelope Ford and sorry, Penelope Ford and Ruby Soho <laughs> last night on Dynamite, and Ruby Soho is advancing. She is going to face Chris Statlander, who received a bye. Uh, whoever wins versus Devin Sheeta gets Nyla Rose. Whoever wins between Bunny and Red Velvet gets Jade, and then Anna J. Jamie Hater winner gets Thunder Rosa. Um, I have a feeling Jamie Hater is going to beat Anna J. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, take yeah. on thunder rosa <laughs> which uh, is interesting to me because then you know it, it keeps thunder and thunder thunder rosa in the in the like brit kind of circle which makes sense to me so yeah there you go january 5th is the finals that would be the first tbs show yeah. uh the bunny and red velvet i would see the bunny actually going to face maybe jade. i don't know red velvet uh against jade yeah the bunny against Jade Cargo will be a very quick squash, but Red Velvet I think that's versus- also the more interesting thing, but it could be, you know, because we did the Red Velvet versus Jade thing, but we might run that back now. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Meanwhile, you've got Serena Deeb and Hikaru Shida. If you, you can run back Shida and Nyla Rose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's the other one. But I mean, do you see Shida getting her 50th win? It seems like a waste, right? Doing it in the tournament. I feel like I they guess. could drag that out. She can be, you know, the the fallen champion trying to work her way back into the confidence. <laughs> um, I mean, and I think I think I think Serena D versus Nyla Rose is a lot more interesting because we haven't really seen that yet. Or and if we did, it was on dark or some bullshit. Sheeta and Jade in the final would make sense because you have Sheeta really elevate Jade in a great That does match. sound like an excellent match. <laughs> that would be fine with me. Yeah. Um, Anyway, we'll find out. I'm just pulling up this bracket. I'm looking at it. We'll see. I'm going to move along. That was the rest of Rampage. We know last night was Dynamite. You watched it. You know what? One last thing. I think Sheeta would be a good decision to win this all. Like if she won her 50th uh, match or 500th 
Wait, what was it? Fiftieth, fiftieth win in um, yes, her five hundredth win in five hundredth win in yeah. Uh, if she won it, one former champion who didn't really get the proper opportunity given COVID, so give her this belt, and you know that she can do it because she held it and did fine. So I think that would be really interesting if she gets this belt and bring her back up to where she belongs. I'm going to highlight Dave's message that says, "Give it to a seasonal to performer that. who can elevate the title." That and help exactly. the younger experienced ones gain experience. <laughs> Except my favorite part about this is there is a very stark dichotomy in that statement because we watched last night at Bound for Glory and we're going to get there. We watched Mickey James beat Deanna Perrazzo for the Impact Knockouts That's Championship. That's different. She is in her And prime. it is different. It <laughs> is different. I'm just pointing out that's, that there... Sometimes one side of it makes sense and sometimes the other makes yes. sense. No, this there is the are time where it makes sense to do it like this for TBS. It did not make sense to do it like this last night for the Knockouts title. Let's talk about Dynamite because we're still on the AW yep. stuff. Oh, we opened up with uh, Bryanson, Dragonson, Danielson. Oh, fish fry. It's like a fish fry, but it's fish, fish fry. Fish fry? Yeah. Tell me. So you watched like this a, match. Did you enjoy yeah. watching Danielson do his thing? Yeah, he's he's uh, he's getting it all in there. He's finishing matches differently every time. <laughs> that's right. It's, and that's very, very, fun very noteworthy now because the commentary made a lot of hay out of that, too. So, yeah, the grip was locked in and too tight. <laughs> Good. Oh, Better than too loose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Danielson and the winner of Lance Archer versus Eddie Kingston. Let's just get into that. Lance Archer's fine. That's the good news. But yeah, man. It, it looked like his his forearm was able yeah. to save him there. But good Lord, that's a lot of weight coming down very vertically. So uh, thank God he's OK. Yeah, it looked like he like you said, it looked like he braced with his arm. He also kind of landed more towards the top to the forehead. I think he honestly just kind of gave himself a stinger and freaked himself out. Yeah, I think I think he was fine in the moment other than just like startled and like not you know, when you're super duper rattled after something like that. It's best to just move to the finish because you're going to hurt yourself after if if you're not on on your game. So they made the right call. I was not a big fan of the the plants being used at the beginning of the match. I thought that was just kind of mm, cheesy. Ah, that's that's Archer's thing. I get it? that that's Archer's thing, but because of this tournament, the, because of the way it's being promoted and being you know, put out. I don't think it, I think it added anything. I think it just made I don't, it I don't get why cringy. he does it all the time. It's dumb. It's his gimmick, brother, brother. It's um, boy, it's yeah. lazy. It's just like it, I it's just a different style. It works really really well uh not on television. Kudos to Teddy Kingston and to Lance Archer. Archer finishes the match by having the 1997 SummerSlam roll-up finish when Steve Austin broke his neck. Thankfully, that's not the case this time. Archer's yeah, no fine. broken necks. No broken necks. And then they do a backstager during Roads to the Top finale, which I'm sure you watched because, Tim, you watch Roads to the Top. So, okay, it's the finale already. What was that, six episodes? Yeah, I, I can, you, can, you can tell there was a ton of confidence in this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, oh, it's already over. Clearly, this was a fine, here's enough for six episodes. Leave me alone to whoever bankrolled that. Yeah, we'll see if there's a second season. Yeah, I don't think so. Anyway, that was the season finale of Rose to the Top. But during the commercial break, they had a very good segment in the back with Danielson and Eddie Kingston. And it basically ends with Brian being like, uh, I'm going to I'm going to beat you because one match is not going to make up for your 20 years of like failure. It was very poignant. Like it was a very good 
good talking segment. I, I do recommend you go find it and watch it. It's all over yeah, the yeah. internet. It's all over Twitter. Uh, but it's a good match. So we're going to do Brian Sorry, Brian Danielson again. <laughs> Brian Danielson, Dragonson, Americanson versus Eddie Kingston. That's going to be next week, I think. It's either on. I think it's Rampage. Uh, yeah, I think it's Rampage next week. Nice. Good stuff. Uh, what else was going on? We had Sting come out and two seconds Took later a comes MJF. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, he did a good job uh, being the victim to elevate the feud. <laughs> very You're textbook. Big MJF this fan. was textbook. This was very textbook. I am a big MJF fan. Good job. Calls calls uh, Sting Darby's little emo daddy. He that's so on point. That's beautiful. What a what a tremendous job, MJF. Keep keep doing what you're doing. There's one thing that I love, and that's when he brings up, you know, uh, your negligence is going to land Darby Allen in the same spot as your as your old friend Lex Luger, and everyone knows what that means. But he still MJF still goes up and gets in the ring and yells out in a wheelchair. He's a scumbag edgelord. That's his character. So, you know, uh, I had a good chuckle over that. And then, of course, they brawl and Wardlow comes out and Sean Spears, noted chair pervert, comes out. That's the whole it's, thing. It's, yeah, that's becoming very much. He was stroking that chair something fierce in the I'm next segment. Man, <laughs> noted chair pervert Sean Spears comes out. Uh, and then they're in the back later on. And Wardlow was like, hey, what the hell, man? Why'd you leave me out there with Sting? Why'd you push me into him? And MJF is like, uh, sorry, buddy. I, I, I feel bad. Yeah. I got scared. And but so you get an accountability buddy. <laughs> South Park style accountability buddy. The best yep. thing that comes out of that segment is Sean Spears looking back at Wardlow and just being like, hey. hey. <laughs> it was very good. I was like, holy crap. Noted chair pervert Sean Spears has somewhat a personality. Very good. Very That's good to right. finally see a personality come out of him. <laughs> uh, super bad girl, Ruby Soho. Yeah. Does that match thing. happens. Roll up. I was actually quite good. I mean, listen, Penelope Ford is very good. Yep. I think a lot more people have to pay attention to her. I will continue to beat that drum. They have a good match. And then the bunny comes out. And then Ruby, uh, uh, Red Velvet comes out. And I'm like, why are we doing this? And then I remember Red Velvet versus the bunny next week that's how we get there it's as elegant as the how cody's transitioning this one works for me uh it's green fun. and fish bobby fish is gonna be a bad guy man yeah like that and i guess he's feuding with punk who yeah okay, who came out to silence doesn't look like cm punk and no one knew who the hell he was for a little bit i was also <laughs> like who is oh that's who and, then, and then they play the music and i was like ah, oh, corn <laughs> they did a thing where um if you're if you're like watching the show and following on Twitter, blah blah blah. This I, and I don't always like this. Uh, someone had tweeted like, "Hey, Punk, your best friend Sting just got beaten up." And Punk replies to this person or quote tweets him and says, "I just got to the building. What did I miss?" So like they played it up well as like I just got here, and then the next segment, Punk's running out to take out Bobby Fish for taking on Anthony Green. And I'm like, that's cool. But also, like, not everyone's watching Twitter while watching. Yeah, yeah like, it, it's fine. I think it it adds things. It's it's like um, it's like aug- augmented reality. Like, it's not vital to it, but it just adds to the lore. I don't mind them doing it. I It's just it shouldn't be important. And to me, I don't think it was important here. I don't care that CM Punk just ran in. I'm, I was just glad not to have him on commentary. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. I mean, listen, it, on Rampage, I assume it's going to be Punk on commentary because... 
Chris Jericho's, oh, no, I guess he'll be back by then. He'll be back. It's a, it's just a short cruise. Yeah. That's right. I kept thinking that they taped Rampage last night, but obviously they didn't because they'll tape it on Wednesday. Damn it. I just wanted, I want a week of reprieval. I don't want to listen to everything's happening in the ring, Giovanni. I can't no. yell like him right now. You it don't. Hurts. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Actually really hurt. Oh my God. I hurt myself. You're up too late. And also you're drinking diet Coke to soothe Pepsi, your throat. And there's water with me too. Who am I kidding? It all sounds sticky and unpleasant. It is. Uh, Dante Martin is also looking unpleasant. He's very upset. Oh, he's so Leo sad that he's made this decision. <laughs> also, Leo Rush. Oh my God. With the with the shoulders. <laughs> Just the <laughs> entire time he's going like this. I'm going to talk and every single word is punctuated by my shoulders. Good man. So yeah. they're going to do the Seidel's versus Dante and Leo. I assume this is just going to lead all now to uh, Darius Martin taking out Leo Rush when he's feeling okay, when he's back to normal. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's, that's fine. I, I like that. We'll Dig see. that. Yeah, why not? Uh, we talked about that one. Man of the year. Okay. Oh, this one. So. <sighs> they were doing pretty well for the last few weeks. Yeah. We were enjoying were. ourselves. The segments were fun. And... Now we had Paige and Sky along with Dan Lambert. And they do a bunch of, you know, little cutesy things. They called Sammy a PR nightmare, and that's fine. Good. See, that, that's that been in line with the, the stuff that's, like, straddled the line. But, you know, mm-hmm. the edgy stuff they've done for the last few weeks. Where, you know, he's a heel. He's going to say jackass things and complain about snowflakes. That's fine. Get that heat. That's fine. Yeah. I really don't need a double entendre, thinly veiled homophobic joke from Lambert. I don't, it, like it, it didn't even make sense. It was like it made no sense. If it was, there's nothing there. Like what, what are you talking about? Sucking on a stick? Like what? Yeah. What is yeah. that even? What? 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 And then and then to have dorks on my mention just be like, um, I don't see how it's homophobic, buddy. If you can't see it, I don't know what the hell to tell you. Just figure out how. Fucking bad that sounds. It's not. Yeah. It's not in good taste. It just doesn't. It, again, it doesn't make any damn sense. Like it, it. It had nothing to do with anything, and it was stupid, poorly delivered, and again, just pretty homophobic for no good reason. Like, and again, I. There are parts of this inner circle men of the year America top team thing that I've enjoyed that have been like very entertaining for me. It's yeah. very sports entertainmenty, and that's because that's what Jericho, Jericho. does. And it's fine. Uh, sure, whatever. But I don't need it to be. I, I don't need those weird comments to come out. They're just again. They're in poor taste. It, yeah, it, it was just baffling. Like I don't. Like okay. Like again, it, there's nothing to it. it. Doesn't make any sense. It was a nonsensical yeah. statement that was supposed to be an insult. That was just like no. You just you just said the dude sucked dick. Like. Yep. Cool. Jungle boy. Adam, uh, wow, Adam Cutler, Brandon Cutler, Jungle Boy, very quick match, very quick victory. Jungle Boy just being like, "Well, you tried." <laughs> uh, and then he I, I thought that everyone. worked. Like I thought it was yeah. a good transition to Jungle Boy versus Adam Cole, which sounds so good. Just, yes, you know, one on one. Let's keep the, keep building that, it. Yeah, it's a match that Cole wants. It's a match that a lot of us want to see. So I'm fine with it. I'm good for that. They do that big ass bump off of the ramp onto the floor. Really fun. Uh, cool with me. You know, there's, I don't there think there's much else to add. Excited about that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. Cole versus uh, Jungle Boy. I assume that's going to be at the pay-per-view. 
Better be. Deserves to be. <laughs> I mean, if not, where else can you put it? You put it on random dynamite and it's a fun match. Yeah. Yeah. And then they do Cody and Malachi 3. Cody comes out looking modestly less fashy. The coat wasn't totally open or totally closed uh, this time. The booze. Where were they this week? Where were they? They were back in Florida. They were in uh, Orlando, I think. Wow. You know, Orlando that should be Miami. safe land for him. I guess everyone's just into it now. It's they were in, or- they were the in Orlando, Orlando at the at its, uh, the addition financial arena. So, yes, whew, he got booed so much boo. And it, when it looked like he was going to get the finish every single time, extra boo. And then when he got the finish, big old boos, so many boos, more boos than your local LCBO. You Canadian friends. Of he ours. really needs to lean into this now. Like, I don't know why he hasn't given it up. He doesn't want to. He never will. And that's fine. When he went for the finish, the match, listen, the match is good. We're not going to go beat for beat. It was just a fun match. Uh, both men bleeding as expected. Yeah, and then as expected. Do, yeah. And then like Cody Cutter from the top, Cody Cutter from Which, some reversal. He's so sure. proud of the Cody Cutter and it's so slow. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Cody, uh, watch the tape, man. Like, what? <laughs> And then, yeah, so Arn Anderson does his thing and they're chanting, get the Glock, which is hilarious. Oh, so the biggest disappointment in this entire feud is that no one ended up shot. <laughs> the problem is right now, I don't think you want to bring prop guns into any form of entertainment for the time being. It, it, look, the, oh man, it's ridiculous that happened. It's it's unbelievably stupid that that happened. It, it's yeah. so easy to avoid. Guns are not complicated, y'all. Like, I don't I don't understand. How that's even, it's pathetic. Yeah, can we Someone just get should us, go to jail. Let's get us let's get us to those 200 subs. Let's do it. Sports and things gets it. Yes, please. Call call uh, call your cousins. Tell them to log into the YouTube right now. Do the thing. They don't even have to pr- hit the, the 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 bell. They they just have to subscribe to us. Pretty easy. Uh you know what? Just just very quickly on the like it's not even about the the gun. It was about the non-union representative or the non-union hire that uh that caused it we, we're not going to get deep into this it's, i have so bad. much to say on that but it's not what this show is about <laughs> yeah it's not what we're doing uh so yes get the glock chance come out and then out comes andrade and he does the thing and out comes the assistant <laughs> like again andrade it thinks he's a kingpin but is a fool because like sending the assistant to do the jump is so dumb <laughs> Like the assistant could have come out and done the pew and everyone would be like, what is this dork doing? And then Andrade do the jumping. But no, no, he thinks he's a like, that's his character. He's a delusion. He thinks he's a mob boss, but he's delusional. It's it's I hope that's actually what he thinks he's doing. It's pretty funny funny. if he is. Arn gets the mist to the eyes from Malachi Black. And there we do. They, They do a bunch of crossroads. And then all of a sudden he goes. Cody hooks the arms and I'm like, pedigree. Gonna do the pedigree, please. Pedigree. pedigree. Someone please. should do the pedigree in AEW. No one's done it. I don't know why they have it. It should be the next guy they sign from uh, from NXT. But instead, he does a Tiger Driver 98 and love for sure. Uh, it, honestly, you know what? It's just a really badly executed pedigree that's the person's lifted up too high. Boom. Same Talk same to move. Marty. Talk to Marty Garner about that. Uh, <laughs> redemption for Cody, says Tony Schiavone. And there you go. That's that's the end of Dynamite. And it's like, okay, cool. I don't care. Good job, Cody. Bound for glory. Bound for mediocrity. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna let the people know we're talking about Bound for Glory. 
because everyone's got their their hot takes they want to throw into the comments and they should yep i'm just uh i'm giving everyone there we go let's go show opened up digital media championship on the pre-show that's fine jordan grace wins another title she defeated john schuyler chelsea green for some reason crazy steve who was with Black Taurus, sure. Madison Rain, because Tennille couldn't make it. And she was with Caleb with the K Falaba. Um, sure, whatever. Match was fun. So, new title, terrible name, uh, defended on the internet. <laughs> is that the gimmick? Got it. And what's really funny about Jordan Grace is that she has a very successful following, including a very successful Patreon, and I think an OnlyFans. I want Jordan Grace to put all of yeah, her title defenses the, behind I, her paywalls. <laughs> she should. I think it's on she, the, the barbells and bikinis thing. Mm, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, fun match. Uh, that was a good good little pre-show opener, pre-show tease for those who were looking for something to watch. Uh, and then the show starts. They open up with the Knockouts tag titles. Sure. Everyone's excited. They're gonna, the, the inspiration, Cassie Lee, Jesse McKay are going to be are going to be here. They come out in their beigeest attire. It's very beige. I feel like maybe the, their, their costume work was done by the WWE seamstress. <laughs> Could have been. Because like, this was very beige. They have Harley Cameron, who did their theme, come out and lip sync her way through the entire thing, which drove me absolutely up the wall. Very frustrating. For those who have recognized Harley, I am 99% sure she's the one who did a song with Shotzi Blackheart and oh, Scarlet uh, Bordeaux Scarlet. not too long ago. Yeah. Uh, so she lip syncs them down to the ring. They, and here's the thing. I want the inspiration to succeed. I want Same. them to have good matches and good careers. But I need more. Yeah, I, this I, wasn't I, it. I <laughs> and they just I, come I, here and scoop up the belts and here we go. Okay. That and that's it. They come they come and they beat up Decay. Like they they beat Havoc and Rosemary. It was and the match was fine. It was slow did, at wait, times. Did they get bit? Yes, they did a bit, okay, they did good. a biting thing. Good. Um and, and you know what? The here's the thing. They came in. I just want the inspiration to uh further tell me what their mission statement's going to be, and for them not to be the same gimmick they were in WWE with a new name. And worse outfits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, it's, it's a Harley. It's the same one. Um, yeah, okay. And yes, uh, awesome Kong was inducted into the hall of fame earlier. There's a great video package. You can find it on the Very website, good. uh, and all over their socials. So, so we have new knockouts tag team champions. I don't think anyone's surprised by that. It was, you know, this is no. what impact does <laughs> very preordained this one. Yeah. Impact loves bringing in, you know, former WWE talent or just well-known talent and then belting them up right away. No chase, no nothing. Just come in and take it. Not big on that. No. But what I was big on was the triple threat for the X division title. ELP, Macklin, Miguel. Wow. They go nuts. And it's three very, very Different styles. Did you have a chance to get through this match? No. Sounds like it'd be the best one on the show, though. (laughs) Uh, It's easily the best match on the show. These two went well. Even Macklin. And here's the thing. You and I talked about Macklin being boring AF when he came to to Impact. Yeah. Because he had no identity. Yeah. He's found something. Yeah. He's found something. That I have seen. Yeah. One thing he does is like, as Trey Miguel is doing his little, uh, what's it called? Uh, He does the flip into the ropes. Kind of like the springboard, the the handspring elbow. 
And he goes for that, but Macklin just cuts him off and like spears him out of the ring. And then goes out and does a tope out of the ring and takes out ELP. ELP is going crazy the entire time. Of course, as he as he will. <laughs> By the way, if you know where to find that El Phantasmo hoodie, please hit me up at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. Show me where to find it, where to get it, because I want one. Came out to the ring in it. I want to see that. I want I want to own one of those. Headbanger. Anyway. Trey McGill wins. Very Yay. good match. Go watch it. Make time. I think uh, probably one of the better matches of the year, quite frankly. It's good. So Make it a priority. Yeah. VBD comes up next. It's Joe Doring and Diener taking on Heath and blank. We knew it's Rhino. They did the typical thing. It was Rhino comes out after Heath gets beat up for a while. And then Rhino's like, tag me in. And he wins the match. Sure, whatever. Heath and Rhino are back together. See, I would have very much preferred if he's like, tag me in, and then he just spears Heath in the end. I wanted that so bad. That would have been so good. That would like all that would have been much better. And I don't know. I don't like that decision. What if Heath had turned on Rhino and joined Violent (laughs) by Design? That's also fine. That that also would have been fine. Like I would have been totally okay with that. Heath is is a large man. That's the thing about WWE coming from there. Like Heath was a nobody small guy in WWE. Compared yeah. to a lot of the guys and girls in Impact, towers over them. Yeah, big boy, as long as he can keep his wheels working. <laughs> Yo, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I won't, I won't, uh, anyway, I won't go on. Uh, they do the Call Your Shot Gauntlet match. Holy crap. Oh. 20 men. That's and, and Sorry, 20 men and women. There were women as well. Yes, yes, um, yes. Rocky Romero comes in. He's number two. I'm very, very fond of Rocky. Uh, he's been making shots and he's on the West Coast. So this is good for him. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Any other big, uh, big ones? Johnny Swinger comes in. <laughs> Melina shows up. She's in the match. Okay, sure. Why not? Show. But the, I bring up Swinger because out comes the demon. The kiss demon shows up. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what's that even about? I don't understand. <laughs> in WCW. In 99 going into 2000, Eric Bischoff struck a deal with Kiss to license a wrestler. Because in the 80s, everyone was just licensed. Or was it 90s? This is the 90s. Everyone's just licensing Kiss because that's all Kiss was, was a brand. (laughs) They still are just a brand. Sadly. So Dale Torberg, who portrayed the demon, he, he came out and he was the demon again. Uh, and he was fine. Again, he hasn't wrestled in forever. Like since 2007, I think people figured out. Uh, so it's been a long time. And uh, yeah, Demon came out, was a part of it. And a big, big pop. I highly doubt Kiss knows that their property was used on an Impact show. But it's hard to keep when you license that much. It's hard to keep track of it. So certainly some things are going to slip through the cracks. Exactly. Uh, and that was so that was halfway. So that was that was number 10. And then they have Laredo Kid from AAA show up. Cardona's in the match. Brian Myers in the match. Uh, Brian Myers had just kicked out Sam Beal from his uh, his gimmick. So when Sam <gasps> no. Beal came out, Sam Beal immediately just eliminates Brian Myers, which is great. Good. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. Uh, fine with me. Rich Swan's in it. Ace Austin's in it. Moose is number 17. Uh, Eddie Edwards comes in and I'm like, oh, this match is shit. And then Moose just beats the shit out of Eddie Edwards. And I'm like, oh, this Yay. match is good again. <laughs> and then Alicia enters at number 18. Oh, and it's bad again. What a wild ride. <laughs> and then you've got Moose getting beat up by uh, and, and, and W. Morrissey shows up. Ted shows up. And then like Eddie and Lish are beating both of them with kendo sticks until they 
finish that off and that's it. Uh, meanwhile, Rohit Raju is in the match the entire time and he is doing so little. <laughs> do you remember the 2000 Royal Rumble at all? No, probably okay. not. <laughs> There's a strategy that the road dog employed for the entirety of that match of the Royal Rumble where he's, he was on the ring on the ground in the, at the turnbuckle, just hooked yep. the ring. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rohit did that. And I was Good. laughing every time that was the uh, right move for him. <laughs> it was. And then he tries Almost, to, anyway. and then he tries to, to form an alliance with Morrissey and with Tej, or sorry, Tej and Moose, obviously not the case. Uh, Final four, Moose, Morrissey, Swan, and Cardona. And then Moose turns on Morrissey, dumps him and Swan, and then Moose and Cardona are in the final where it's pinfall, submission, whatever. And uh, Moose wins. Yeah. Not the last we'd hear of Moose because, like I said, on October 12th, (laughs) we'll play that in a minute. We'll play it out in a minute. Oh, boy. (sighs) Impact World Tag Team Titles. (laughs) Good Brothers somehow retain over Finjuice and oh. Hikubayalo Hicka, is what I called them. Very good name. Yes. Hikubayalo. <laughs> just called him Bullet Club. No, that's boring. Too many of those. Hikubayalo. 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 Anyway. Uh, yeah. Match was okay. Fine. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. I don't need Matt Stryker ruining the finish for everyone. There, He was just like, he basically called the ending, but like, as it's happening, but before it's happening, he's like, oh, they're going to steal it. Oh, they're going to steal one, two. Oh, they stole it. And I'm like, wow, you really made that a shit finish. I Honestly, it's the weakest part of all of Impact's programming across the board. Their commentary is not good. Can't be good. Like, it's been consistently not good. Uh, the knockouts tournament was a great pay-per-view, except for the horrid commentary. Like, it's oh, just, none of it works. Like, it's frustrating. Yeah, me, like Matt Stryker, I had such high hopes for until same, I remembered same. how he was in Lucha Underground. He's very, everything is hyperbolic. Everything yeah. is just over the top. We'll get to the, we'll get to the main event when we get there. He's like crying and overselling. It's not, it's not good. Yeah. Good Brothers retain shocker. Mm. I was actually kind of shocked. Uh, yeah. So they have Suzuki coming to Impact. They showed that promo. Sweet. By the way. Minoru Suzuki versus Jordan Grace. That's the match I want. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, yeah. Also, I don't think you're going to get that, but that sounds tremendous. Impact does intergender wrestling. I think that's the one. <sighs> that is the one. All right. Here we go. Knockouts Championship. Deanna Perrazzo. Mickey James. First of all, Deanna walks out looking like the Pope, which is hilarious. Purple Pope. I, I was either, it was either the Catholic. Uh, the Catholic Church has a new gimmick, <laughs> or the band Ghost has a new singer. Oh my God! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's 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 exactly it. Yes, I didn't. Uh, I didn't hate it. I just thought it was really funny. Um, yeah. So, uh, match is great. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie. Very. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. No, it's... they sold me a ticket at that. They did the Queen's Gambit off the second rope, and mickey kicks out Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's very good and i'm like stoked this is one of the best matches we're seeing this year everything's great and the match was great and then they do a referee bump yeah and they have the the steel chair thing it's not even a bump it's just like they they try to do the whole like uh the steel chair thing um i just i mickey wins with the tornado ddt 
why like why why like it's just clearly i think mickey has a big ego (laughs) and i think that's all this is because it's just like she didn't get her one last run right that she really wanted and i think she just wants to do it that badly and i just don't think you know she's not there that's not what we need to see because she doesn't have you know she's in the twilight of her career she can be a, a screen personality she can wrestle still she just shouldn't be the one carrying titles it made no sense. There was absolutely no reason for it. There's no story here. There I, Impact no just story. loves screwing their homegrown talent. <laughs> like, it feels that way. It really yeah. does feel that way. I, I don't like uh, this could have been. And they, the way they were building this whole thing for the longest time was that the knockouts title was being built for the next big young talent to win, beat Deanna Perrazzo. And you could do a trilogy. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But they mm-hmm. should have been building to somebody. Yeah. Giving you know, it developing to Mickey. someone, not someone who's yeah. already over a legend and just like doesn't need this at all. And they have been developing. And they could have been doing this with Tasha Steeles. They could have Savannah Evans for Gaza. Masha Slamovich. They could have done something with that. Do a best of three. Something. Have, have her lose. Not even a best of three. Have her lose twice. Yep. Knockouts, knockdown. Have her lose again at Bound for Glory. And then have her win the big one at Slammiversary. I don't know what it would, whatever it is. You could have done something like that. Yeah. I don't understand why Mickey was the answer. And, and you it can't was, hot I, shot I, I, it. I think it's just Mickey like forced her way in there. You can't hot and you can't hot potato the title because no. it doesn't matter. It's the, the Sue Young thing that they did last year at Bound for Glory. Like that wasn't, they had to call that audible because Kylie Ray couldn't perform. She wasn't at the pay-per-view, blah, blah, blah. doesn't matter, but it happened. Sue Young won the title and then Deanna won it back. Yeah, I was going to say, you can you make the audible. It's weird to give her the title, but okay. <laughs> Don't do it again. Don't do it again. But now they're going to do it again where Mickey James is either going to drop the title back to Deanna or she's going to, who's she going to drop it to? I don't know some, someone they've built, but then it's going to cheapen that entirely because like, okay, I don't know. No, or maybe, you know what? Mickey James, full-time active wrestler again. <laughs> yeah, not happening. But push exactly. her in front like, of a so subway laughable. car again. It just, I don't get it. Uh, yeah. Hard to Kill is January 8th. They're doing another special, I think it was November 20th, Turning Point. Uh, sure. I just, I don't know where you go with this because there's no good way to go. It didn't look good. The match was great. The outcome really took the wind out of people's sails, mine included. Yeah, it was a bad decision. Straight up. Speaking of bad decisions, toss a like on... No. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Bad, Joel. Bad. Sorry, my bad. Uh, Impact World Championship, Christian Cage, Josh Alexander. Now, again, here we go. This They did... And it was back-to-back, which makes this even worse. This show was actually really easy to watch and a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. The last two matches, the outcome absolutely just destroyed Soured the, the whole thing. It yeah. did. <laughs> I mean, it didn't really sour me so much. I'll tell you why in a minute. Uh, but Christian Cage, Josh Alexander, a match that, that was expected to be good. It was very good. I think there was some... It was interesting. Both men working each other's necks because they both had bad necks. That was cool. The mm-hmm. finish was a little strange to me where they mm-hmm. did the... Uh, it was a... What was it? It wasn't an ankle lock, was it? I can't remember. Either way, it was Alexander steps on Christian's hand and forces Christian to submit. I was like, that was a little sudden. That was just, 
interesting. I look at the time and I'm like, I know what's happening. Yeah. Um, and then they, when they showed Alexander's wife and kid in the front row, I was like, okay, they're going to be part of this thing. Uh, they, they bring him into the ring. They give him the title. Alexander's super stoked as he should be won the title. And then I'm sitting there. I'm just like, oh, I know what's happening next. They're showing, they're showing the, the ceiling of the arena. They're trying to take very high shots, Tim. <laughs> because out comes Moose and he calls a shot. And Moose wins the Impact World title. And they abruptly go off the air. <laughs> like, just spitting in someone's face isn't exactly, like, great. No, it's twist. Not. It's not a good twist. Like, <laughs> I get you want to be, like, unexpected and create buzz, but, like, you could have just let him win the damn title and that would have been enough in this case. The Heat, they, they did the WWE Heat Seeker. They did the gender finish. Yeah. They literally did the thing. They gave everyone the moment, but the moment lasted two minutes. And again, if you're watching at home, Stryker's bawling into the microphone. <laughs> it's the greatest moment ever And it's really fucking bad. Yeah. Matt Stryker, I know you're not watching, but if you happen to be watching, pull it back, bud. Like, just dial it down. 50%. So Moose wins the title. And, and I, I listen, I understand that this is going to be another Alexander is going to chase and they're going to. I don't get why. Why do it twice in a row? Like, I agree. What I really want out of this, to be perfectly honest, because now you got to make chicken salad. What I want out of this is for them to tell a more uh, well-rounded story about Josh Alexander. I get that he's a great wrestler. I yeah. get that he had a broken neck. I want a character out of him or some sort of new thing. Yeah, yeah. He's got to develop a bit more of a personality. To Something's got to have that belt. Yeah. Yeah. And we okay. and we put him over a million times. The best thing to happen to the North was Alexander moving into the main, you know, the main title picture. And Ego going to AEW has been fine. He's been doing well. He's going to get pushed. But Alexander was shitter get off the pot and he absolutely made his mark. And I think There's now he's just got to solidify that transition from indie guy to actual TV performer. I, and, and I'll go with this comment. Yes. Impact's World Championship is officially back on an Impact wrestler. Two of Thank them. God. In, in the span of five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that lineage is, is well solidified once again. Uh, but it just didn't need to be that way. It didn't need to end with Moose winning the title. And again... I'll point back. I tweeted it a bunch of times because it was just hilarious to me. October 12th, I said, Moose is going to win Call Your Shot and he's going to cash in at the end of the night and he's going to win after Alexander had just won the world title. And that's what happened. Yeah. Otherwise, Bound for Glory was fun. It was a good, easy watch and I do recommend going out of your way to watch it. Again, the final moments of the last two were not my favorite, but uh, good good show. Definitely watch that Triple Threat. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, go watch GCW from last night too. By the way, Nick Gage nah. and Suzuki had a match. Oh, that does sound interesting. Okay, <laughs> never mind. Take that. Yeah, back. Gage, Gage immediately pulling out a pizza cutter and then getting thwarted. That's good stuff. I think there's a good story with Nick Gage that's coming up. So uh, go go watch that match. It was a good good show. GCW War Ready uh, and the Briscoes took on Second Gear Crew for the tag titles. That fun. was fun. Good stuff. Go out of your way to watch that. I think wrestling wrestling was fun this week. 
Uh, of course, you were a little busy, so you didn't get to watch everything. Mm, busy watching Succession. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to talk about Roman Reigns and Succession. Uh, no, that's not. No. All right. I think that's it for us. Friends, that's it. toss a thumbs up on the video if you haven't yet. This is episode number 69. Nice. Nice. Leave a comment here. Subscribe to the channel because we're trying to get to 200. Get it to us. Oh, by the way, yes. Cycle Clown and Effie had a really good match at GCW as well. I do have to put that over. Uh, that is what we're going to do. Tim, where can the kids find you on the internet? Kids can find me at Tim Stone P. T-I-M-B-S-T-O-N-E-P on Twitter. The show is TimAndJoelPod.com. We are Tim and I am Joel. J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. All over the internet. Sundays, Wednesdays, noon Eastern. That's when we're live with Tim and Joel Pod. Get us all over your favorite audio platforms as well. Leave us a five-star review if you haven't yet, because that gets us a little bit closer to hitting your friend's ears and into that sweet, sweet algorithm. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary, enjoy the rest of the day. Have a good one. Cheers. <laughs>